Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Yay, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so happy you can be here. I'm so excited to be here. And today, it's supposed to snow, but I don't see anything. So who knows? It doesn't look very forbidding out there, foreboding. Uh, It is beautiful, sunny, blue skies, gorgeous. So we had ice on the lake today. That was beautiful. And it looked like it was kind of melting with the sunlight. So I don't know, even though it's wicked cold out. So uh, Toulouse is having a bath. You may hear him going to town. Uh, He's busy. Let's see. So yesterday we spoke about creativity. And the idea was I challenged you to do something for a few minutes. um, And and then to set another bar, another, you know, stage another moment today perhaps to do uh, something again and get a little further and maybe not even get a little further what about um trying something different so anyway it's it's tuning within to do that uh myself yesterday I cooked and I cooked and I made the most amazing soup we were due for some soup and even though I'm on a detox and not eating I wanted to provide, you know, something warm and homey and yummy and for Ursula and Bella. And I would have gobbled the soup up too had I not been um, doing this fast. So, oh, I can't wait. I hope there is still some soup left when I come off of my detox. And, And if not, I will be making just more soup. So I'm learning as I go too. I used rice. I don't use rice too often. So that was kind of fun. And uh, next time I think I would just use a half a cup of rice because the one cup in the huge pot, it expanded when it got cold that it was like suddenly a stew or something else, something like a casserole. I don't know. It's very, very dense. Although I haven't tried reheating it. When I reheat it, it might loosen up again. So (coughs) today, or I should say, let me go back to yesterday. I got an email from one of these people I admire, so I subscribe. I'm getting some water. I subscribe to her newsletter and her blogs and stuff. And yesterday she sent out this amazing, um, it was an amazing, oh, like blog or newsletter on, let me look this up. It was, it was on social media. And <clears throat> I, I've never really, found that I can do social media. Um, Every time I've tried to, it's pushed me out energetically. And so I just have finally accepted it. And it's like, it's like for years I was in this, um, I've been in this group, eWomen Network, they're fantastic. And when I started there, everyone was like pushing social networking. And it was to women, the women in the group were a little bit older than me, most, you know, a lot of them. And so it wasn't even like they were on Facebook, but Facebook wasn't considered social networking yet, or um, it wasn't considered a business tool yet. And I mean, maybe it was, but it wasn't 
hyperactive. And anyway, it just became where businesses had to incorporate social media. It seemed like if you wanted to be seen, if you wanted to be known, you had to be on social media and everyone was pushing it and doing it. And I even tried it a few times and I tried Instagram. So I have an Instagram page out there. It's not active. Uh, and I would add videos to it and that was nice and it was fun. Um, but I don't know, there's just something about it. Like I couldn't participate beyond putting up material and the same thing right now, I have a Facebook page, but I only post to it my podcast. Uh, I don't, I don't go there. I don't do anything there. I don't communicate with people on messenger. I, I just don't do these things. So Oh, let me drink some water real quick. Mm. <gasps> ah, Bella's excited in the background. So, um, yeah, I I just do. I mean, that's as much as I do. It it doesn't. If if I have to go to Facebook, forget it. You know, and and I can't even understand it. So, anyway, that's me. And that's been my experience. So I've always been kind of impressed with women who I admire, who are very much like myself. They're intuitive healers, light workers, and <clears throat> and they're doing it all. And so this is really cool. So she changed. Uh, she says, this year I've decided to consume more blog posts than social media. And this is what's really cool. And I think I could just feel this. And this is why anything that gets in the way of me and my source inspired action, I just can't tolerate. So she says, here's the thing. After reading blog posts, I feel inspired, motivated, itching to create. I always learn something new. Like yesterday, I read this gloriously weird blog post by a guy. Okay. She goes on about this guy who tracked um, pieces of clothing he'd worn for three years. Uh, And then she said, in comparison, after reading social media, I feel overstimulated and overwhelmed. And see, that is a feeling that I know <clears throat> is not in alignment with the truth of who I am. She's, she goes on to say, I don't feel like creating. I feel like all the creativity is meaningless. Um, all of creativity is meaningless and I don't learn anything. It makes me develop comparisonitis, which is something I usually don't experience. I don't learn anything. I can't remember anything I've read after scrolling after a scrolling session. It feels shallow and without benefit beyond a way to kill time. So <clears throat> so she is um she deleted all the apps, media apps, um social media apps off of her phone and iPad and uh she changed things around. So her assistant is taking care of her social media and God bless her, she has one. And so I know a lot of people don't But I I wanted to bring this to your attention because maybe you think, oh, well, I just don't feel creative. I don't have any creativity in me. Well, here's a woman who's made millions of dollars doing business and social media was one of her biggest platforms, at least for the last 10 years or so. And, and she's young. No, maybe not 10 years. Maybe it's been, she's been hard in it for six years or something. I know blogging was her first thing, but, um, I mean, She's used it and it's worked for her. And yet she's still saying she's recognizing that it's quite a hindrance. It's quite a hindrance to, it's getting in the way. It's getting away of her alignment. You know, it's getting in the way of her ability to create. So 
I just want to put that out there because maybe, and I've noticed with myself, it, it doesn't serve me at all. It makes me dizzy, you know, like it's just too, it's too much. And I guess if I start to go down the overwhelm path, I just feel like I'm doing drugs or something, which God bless, you know, like who, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to feel like I've done drugs. I don't want to do drugs, you know, like, so I, I don't want that experience at all. I want to be in alignment. I want to be in like my body, feeling my body, not, not like having this experience. So this overwhelm and overstimulated. So I think, I mean, it might be something to consider. I'm just putting it out there that what are you actually getting out of your social media? Are you there because you feel obligated to be there? Are you there because you feel it's the only place you'll get the information you get? But the other thing, it's like, I find that I have friends who are in groups and they get all this information, but they get so much. You don't need to hear the same thing 10 times in 10 different ways. You just don't. You hear it once, it confirms you, it affirms you, you feel good. That's, you just don't need to keep doing it. At some point, you got you to gotta break away and go play. You got to break away and have some fun. And it is a false sense of fun. It, I was also, I ran, um, there's this guy, JP, who's, um, a, he calls himself a conscious comedian. I stumbled on his, um, him speaking yesterday, and he was just talking about being a conscious comedian. And the difference, he said, is yes, there are people who are not so conscious comedians, or I forget how he said it. He didn't say unconscious, <laughs> but they, they don't teach, they don't uplift they don't um they don't assist people in their personal growth you know other comedians and he said there is a place for them he goes because they're giving people a place to connect and they're giving a place for people to to release you know they go connect and and have a release he said um but he's at this place with his comedy that he really wants to assist people in uh, the waking up and in their growth and in, in the expansion process. So it's so cool. And I, and I sense that strongly with him. He lifts my spirits, you know, when, um, I mean, he, he feels light to me. He brightens me. He feels good. I, I don't feel any darkness. I don't feel heaviness around him. So I, I love that. And again, you know, he is another one where he does do social media, but he is, doing it as an art form. He's not, I, I'm imagining that he's not taking any of it too seriously, especially because he's been um, blocked or had things removed or I don't know. And I heard him speak about that once where he, you know, he was talking to uh, Kyle Cease and saying that um, at first, you know, he, he was caught off guard and he didn't know what to feel. But then he um, was saying that he, how did he say it? He said something like he recognized he's doing something right if his if his episode got taken down. And so it just felt good. You know, he knew he was standing in his truth. So cool, right? Isn't that a crazy thing that you um you actually feel confirmed and um by your truth if you get something removed from YouTube <laughs> or Facebook or Instagram? That's pretty fun. So I just wanted you to consider this because yesterday you may have had a hard time with the creative creativity aspects and things. So if you did, 
I would take a look and say, how badly do I want to continue with this expansion? And am I willing to look at the things in my life? Because maybe it isn't just social media. Am I willing to look at the things in my life that are interfering with this process, that are not serving me, that are not contributing? And you have to pull back. You have to be able to release some of that. Just let it go. And it might be even addiction of some sort. So it might be looking at any addiction. And they say that the social media is set up with the same algorithms as gambling. Imagine that. So uh, it, it triggers the same kind of tumbling effect and, and those triggers. So consider looking at your life really honestly and seeing where, where you might be dumbing yourself down uh, for you're not for you to not feel creative, for you to not receive the inspired action, because it's so powerful to be, you know, Bella jumped up this morning and she decided to design a birthday card for a friend and she whipped out my iPad to make this birthday card. I'm asking you which favorite color so I can do the frosting. So, uh, yeah, this is, it's really cool. Like you, that doesn't happen. And that wasn't happening with Bella when she was taking her phone to bed and when she was getting up in the morning and checking on messages and stuff that wasn't happening. So we all have this within us to tune in and notice what is in the way. Now, what I've said before is that as you raise your frequency, so too does your floor raise. As your floor raises, more stuff is going to be released. More stuff is going to want to be released. And if you don't release it, you're not going to be able to maintain your growth. You have to release. It's so beautiful. I mean, just just make a flat out commitment that whatever's ready is, is going. Whatever's ready is free to leave. I mean, just make that commitment. Don't hoard this old stuff and try to take it with you. It just cannot go. I don't care how long you've held a resentment. It is so time to just let it go. And what happens as you let go, you raise your frequency and you get into this practice of raising the floor and letting go more, raising the ceiling, raising the floor. And what happens in this bar, in this bar of uh, frequency that you're in with a ceiling and a floor, is that you receive inspired action that is a match for these, this zone, of, so to speak, this zone. And so as you receive inspired action and you do it, you open yourself to more growth and expansion and more possibility to release and let go. And what happens as you do this process is you begin to look around you and see, wow, Everything's different. Everything is a match. And if something isn't a match, let me tell you, it is so easy. It almost self, self adjusts itself to the new frequency, whether it's you cleaning out the fridge or someone else doing it, or the fridge goes to the dump because it broke or any number of things, you will find that your environment will be uh, shifting to accommodate the new frequency and everything becomes a match to it. Now, this goes on and on for everything. You will let go of relationships that aren't ready to grow beyond their place and you are past that place in frequency. You will find yourself, these relationships just kind of like drifting away. Uh, whew, there's a lot that goes on in this uh, kind of thing. But as you go, you will find this great joy and desire 
to align everything you do, everything you say, every person's you know you're in relationship with, your relationships, your finances, everything will become a match for the frequency, which the frequency, as you continue it, becomes a match for your passion, and the frequency becomes a match for your calling. So before you know it, everything in your life is a match for your passion. And that is a beautiful thing. And it's hard for people to not take you seriously when they can see clearly in every aspect of who you are, that you are who you say you are, that you are what you say. And everything is a match for it. It is beautiful. So this is my recommendation uh, for today. You know, check out what's in your way. You know, for Leonie Dawson, it was social media, you know, and for someone else, it might be drinking. It might be television. I know I've given up TVs. I don't put TVs in my house. TV is a special event that my daughter and I do together and we will watch a movie or something, but I don't make it readily available because it is, I don't know, it is a bizarre thing for me. And doing this detox for me has also shown me that food was becoming that way. I was using food as kind of like a crutch or a soother or something. And uh, so this detox has been a beautiful way to just really stop that habit of eating. Stop it. Uh, so I can be more responsible uh, when I get back to eating and next week. Yay. So have a wonderful day and make everything just a total match. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.